For the love of language and writing presents Guide to the TOEFL, Speaking. The TOEFL Speaking section assesses your ability to speak English in academic settings. It contains four tasks. You will have 15 to 30 seconds to prepare your response and 45 to 60 seconds to give it. The time will vary depending on the task. Remember to only include information that is relevant to the question. Including irrelevant information means that you will run out of time and not be able to provide a complete answer. Those who have designed the TOEFL encourage you to speak naturally and not from a script. We'll talk more about that a little later. Here are the types of questions you will encounter on the test. The first question is an independent speaking question. You will be presented with two options and will need to choose between them and explain your preference with reasons and details. It's best to keep your answer simple and focus on delivering a clear message supported with examples and details. There's no need to have a clear introduction, middle, and conclusion here. Just present your answer as clearly as possible. Here is a sample independent speaking question. Some people prefer to live in a big city, while others prefer to live in a small town. Which do you prefer? Give specific reasons and examples to support your answer. You have 15 seconds to prepare your answer and 45 seconds to respond. Here is a sample response. I prefer to live in a big city for several reasons. First, big cities usually have good public transportation systems, like buses and trains, so I don't always need to drive to get around. This saves money, and it's better for the environment. Second, big cities often have more interesting restaurants and places to shop, so you can eat different foods and buy unusual products that you can't find at chain stores. Lastly, big cities often have more diverse populations. There are people from different countries and cultures who speak different languages and have different traditions, so you can learn more about other people just by living in your own city. The second question is an integrated speaking question. You will read a text related to something that is happening on a university campus and you will listen to audio of two people having a conversation about the information in the text. You will then need to provide a response about the speaker's opinion and how it relates to the reading passage. This requires you to summarize and combine information from two sources. Don't worry about repeating everything you heard or read. Just focus on the most important parts. Here is a sample integrated speaking question. The university is making a change in the services it will offer. Read the announcement email from the university about the change. You have 45 seconds to read the announcement. You can pause the video here if you would like to have more time. Now listen to two students discussing the announcement. 
What do you think about the changes the university is proposing? I understand why they want to offer online tutoring, but I don't think it's a good idea to completely eliminate in-person tutoring. Why is that? Don't you think you can get the same kind of help online? Well, it was really great to be able to meet with a tutor in between classes, and sometimes I met with the same tutor multiple times for the same assignment, so they really got to know what I was working on. I don't know if that'll be possible with online tutoring. That's true, but don't you think it's better for students who live far away or who work and need to get help when the campus is closed? Sure, that will be good for them, but taking away in-person tutoring means that those students who prefer to have face-to-face -face conversations will no longer get the best help. Talking to someone online just isn't the same. That makes sense, but at least it will be more convenient for students, right? Not everyone can be on campus when the tutoring center is open. It might be for some, but I often get distracted when I'm trying to study at home. Going to the tutoring center meant that I wasn't tempted to do anything else but get help on my assignment. Now, it'll be really easy for me to put off getting help because I know I can get it anytime. You have 30 seconds to prepare your answer and 60 seconds to respond. The woman expresses her opinion of the university's plan. State her opinion and explain her reasons for holding that opinion. Here is a sample response. The woman doesn't like the university's plan to get rid of in-person tutoring. Although she agrees that this will be more convenient for some students, she prefers to meet with tutors in person because she can meet with the same person for the same assignment more than one time. She doesn't know if this will be possible with online tutoring. It was also easy for her to stop by the tutoring center in between classes. She acknowledges that the new system will be better for some students who live farther away and can't easily be on campus, but she says that she gets more distracted when she studies at home, so she doesn't think that receiving tutoring at home will be helpful for her. She'll be more likely to put off getting help on her assignments because she can get it whenever she wants. The third question is an integrated speaking question. You will read a text about an academic term or concept that can be found in a textbook used in first-year university courses. You will then listen to a lecture on the same term or concept. In your response, you'll explain how the example in the lecture supports or illustrates the term or concept in the text. As with question two, this requires you to combine information from two sources. Don't worry about repeating everything you heard or read. Just focus on the most important parts. Here is a sample integrated speaking question. Read a passage about equilibrium in an economics textbook. You have 45 seconds to read the passage. You can pause the video here if you'd like more time to read. Now listen to part of a lecture from an economics class. Each year during the winter holiday season, there seems to be a new toy that kids must have. Let's say this year is a new video gaming system that offers better graphics, more exciting stories, and a greater ability to collaborate with other players than previous systems. Children will see commercials for the new system and ask their parents to buy it for them as a present. 
many parents will want to fulfill their children's wishes, so demand for the gaming system will be quite high. If there are sufficient gaming systems available for purchase at prices that consumers are willing to pay, then both retailers and consumers are happy. This stops being true when one of these factors changes. For example, sometimes people purchase a great number of such products at low prices, anticipating their popularity. They can then charge four or five times the retail price to consumers who can no longer find them in stores. On the other hand, it's not uncommon to find the same gaming system at greatly reduced prices one year later. The system is no longer as popular and demand is not as high. There are now more systems than people who want to buy them, so retailers charge less money so they can sell the remaining systems. Consumers who are willing to wait past the initial rush for the product often save a lot of money. You have 30 seconds to prepare your answer and 60 seconds to respond. Using the example of the video gaming system, explain the concept of market equilibrium. Here is a sample response. Market equilibrium is when the supply of and demand for a product are in balance. The number of people who want the product is the same as the amount producers want to provide, and the price consumers are willing to pay agrees with what producers want to charge. When a new product is available, like a video gaming system, many people want to buy it. If there are enough systems for people to buy and they think the price is fair, then the market stays in equilibrium. However, the balance can be shifted if there aren't enough systems for people to buy. When this happens, sellers can charge higher prices because there is so much more demand. The balance also shifts when demand goes down and producers still have systems they want to sell. When this happens, the price goes down. Both the price rising and lowering allows the market to stay in equilibrium. The fourth question is an integrated speaking question. You will listen to a lecture on an academic subject and then summarize the lecture using the provided points and examples. In your response, you'll explain how the example in the lecture supports or illustrates the term or concept. Both questions three and four will focus on an academic field, but you don't need to have a lot of knowledge in the field to be able to answer the question. The TOEFL isn't testing your familiarity with science, economics, or history, just your use of English. Here is a sample integrated speaking question. Now listen to part of a lecture from a psychology class. Social roles and social norms are often greatly determined by the culture we grow up in, and they are influenced by gender, religion, social class, and level of education. Social roles are patterns of behavior that are expected of a person in a particular setting or group. All of us play multiple social roles at the same time. You may be a son or a daughter, a brother or sister, a partner, a spouse, a student, or an employee, just to name a few. The question is how social roles and norms influence your behavior. Social roles are defined by a specific culture and the knowledge it holds. Everyone in that culture knows what behavior is expected of a person in that role. For example, someone in the social role of a student will be expected to study, attend classes, write essays, and take tests. Social roles vary depending on settings. 
That same student may be expected to wash dishes when they're in the role of a child, parent, or spouse. Accordingly, our behavior changes when we're in different settings. The way you speak to your friends is likely different from the way you speak to fellow students you don't know very well. And the way you speak to your parents is likely different from the way you speak to a supervisor or employee. Social roles dictate our behavior such that our identities and personalities change depending on the context in which we find ourselves. A social norm, on the other hand, is a group's expectation of what is appropriate and acceptable behavior for its members. Norms describe how members are supposed to behave and think. They determine how we act, what we talk about, and what we wear. Your classmates might find it a little abnormal if you wore your work uniform to class. Similarly, your supervisor might find it weird if you started writing an essay in the middle of your shift. Although all of these behaviors are normal and expected in certain situations, they are abnormal in others. You have 20 seconds to prepare your answer and 60 seconds to respond. Using the points and examples from the lecture, explain how social roles and social norms determine our behavior. Here is a sample response. Social roles and social norms both influence our behavior. Social roles are behaviors that are expected in a specific situation. For example, students are expected to attend classes, take tests, and study. The same person could also be a parent. When they're in that social role, they're expected to do other things, such as caring for their children and cleaning up after dinner. Everyone plays more than one social role, and their behavior changes depending on the role the person is currently playing. A social norm is the way a particular group expects its members to behave and think. What's normal for a student in class, like writing a paper, might not be normal when that same person is at their job. These norms are also different depending on the social role we are playing at the time. Social roles and social norms can both be shaped by culture, gender, religion, education, and other social factors. A final point to consider is whether to use templates to form your speaking responses. There are many TOEFL study sites that promise that using their templates will increase your score. The truth is that templates can be both helpful and harmful. Templates can be helpful if you're having trouble structuring your ideas. They are most helpful at a lower level of English mastery, as you can depend on the template to drive your answer forward. If your independent speaking question asks whether you agree or disagree with a statement, a good way to start is always to state directly whether you agree or disagree, and then repeat the statement. For example, do you agree or disagree that living in a big city is better than living in a small town? Answer, I agree that living in a big city is better than living in a small town. Restating the main point of the integrated speaking questions can also be a good way to start. For example, the woman disagrees with the changes discussed in the announcement, or a social role is a pattern of behavior. Connectors can also help you transition between ideas. You might say, first, the woman doesn't believe that online tutoring will be as helpful as in-person tutoring. Or, the lecturer gives an example of two social roles, 
a student, and an employee. Words like first, second, third, next, lastly, and finally give your answer a distinct structure from beginning to end. You can also use phrases such as finally, ultimately, or this shows that to indicate you have come to the conclusion of your answer. Templates can be harmful if you depend too much on them or you need to achieve a score that demonstrates a higher level of English mastery. Templates can ruin your answer if your answer doesn't fit with the template you've used. For example, if your automatic answer to your independent speaking question is, I agree with the statement and I will support my opinion with three reasons, you must give three reasons. If you can only think of one or two, then you will receive a lower score because your answer won't agree with itself. It's better to avoid stating that you will give a specific number of reasons unless you're absolutely sure you have that number of reasons. Similarly, templates can cause you to answer a question that wasn't asked. If the integrated question asks you to summarize a speaker's opinion of an announcement, then you do not need to spend time summarizing the announcement separate from your summary of the speaker's opinion. Automatically summarizing the announcement when the question hasn't asked you to do so will give the impression that you didn't understand the question. You may also run out of time to talk about the speaker's opinion. Lastly, the TOEFL Bulletin explicitly discourages test takers from using templates. They state, ETS reserves the right to cancel your scores if, in its judgment, there is evidence that a writing or speaking response or task submission includes text that is substantially similar to that found in other TOEFL test responses, or quotations or paraphrasing of language or ideas from published or unpublished sources, including sources from the internet or sources provided by any third party, is used without attribution. Such responses don't reflect the independent speaking or compositional writing skills that the test is designed to measure. This means that if your answer is too similar to any other answer or appears to have been taken from an outside source, your scores may be canceled. You can be sure that if you are using templates, then other test takers are also using templates and there is a good chance scorers will notice similarities between answers. More importantly, templates don't allow you to fully express your mastery of the English language. Templates are other people's words, not your own. So, how do you improve your score without using templates? There are two ways to increase your speaking ability. First, Practice with a tutor who can offer you suggestions on how to best express your ideas and answer the question in the given time. This type of practice is specific to taking the TOEFL. Second, simply practice speaking more. Practice talking about a variety of topics so that you feel more comfortable and confident speaking in English overall. You'll not only be better prepared to take the TOEFL, but also better prepared to succeed at your goals for the test and beyond. Interested in learning exactly how your speaking responses are scored? Find the link to the official TOEFL speaking rubrics in the description. I hope this guide to the TOEFL speaking tasks will help you achieve the score you desire on your exam. 
Sample texts for the questions are based on articles in Principles of Economics 2E by Stephen A. Greenlaw and David Shapiro, and Psychology 2E by Rose M. Spielman, William J. Jenkins, and Marilyn D. Lovett. These texts can be accessed for free at the links in the description. To learn more about the TOEFL, visit the official site at ets.org TOEFL slash test dash takers. To find more presentations on English language learning and writing, as well as study materials, please visit the website at lovelangrai.com. For access to content designed for all levels, beginner, intermediate, advanced, and TOEFL, please visit the Patreon page at patreon.com slash lovelangrai. Thank you for watching and happy language learning.